When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? How are you guys and gals doing? It's another show. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hopefully you're doing good on this fine day. Hopefully it's a fine day where you're at today. We're going to be talking about this one article. The Mongols national president not having a good time out in the joint, man. Having some uh, mental issues and stuff like that, according to him. And I can see where he is coming from because you heard those horror stories of these prisons keeping people in solitary confinement at years on end and they don't think something's going to happen give me a break man let's go to that story right now okay here we go notorious gang leader wants company and more phone calls now, this is happening out in Australia, so I don't know how the penal system out there works. I know it's a lot different from what I heard from over here in the States, so I don't know their programs over there. I don't know anything about them, so I'm just going to go along with this story because, you know, a lot of people have been asking me since we cover news all over to start covering a little bit of news from their side of the aisle, so that's what we're going to do here the national president of the Mongols Motorcycle Club says his mental health is suffering and he wants more phone calls with family and someone to mix with inside. Now, Jim David Thacker is in Auckland prison. Now, I've heard a lot about Auckland. We do a lot of stories and that's the one that comes up all the time. Awaiting sentencing on about 40 charges. He recently asked the high court at Wellington to order an improvement in his conditions. He is held under pending a full review of the conditions. Now, again, uh, the justice, uh, what is it? Peter Churchman refused to do it. I don't know where he's at, if he's in isolation or any of that kind of stuff. He goes on to say, Mr. Thacker has not been a model prisoner. Well, what's your uh, deal? What's your thing about a model prisoner? Let's ask that to the judge. Uh, Thacker was a 501 deportee from Australia in 2018 on character grounds. I don't understand. What is character grounds? Uh, and you can be deported on that. Man, I wish they used that kind of stuff here in the States. We wouldn't have all the problems we have. Just, you know, deport them. Uh, he was arrested in New Zealand uh, in 2020 on drugs, firearms, and other charges. His behavior in prison has led to a number of restrictions being imposed on him, the judge said. Well, that's the thing. Is he having a mental health type of situation happening is he getting the help that he needs 
you know, this is only questions they can answer over there, but they're questions nevertheless. Uh, since October of 2020, he has been in prison, or what, been in a Prisoners of Extreme Risk Unit, or Peru. Uh, it was previously reported that the terrorists who murdered 51 people in the 2019 Christchurch uh, attacks was in the same unit. So they have him in some major major stuff there actually uh in his court claim thacker says he was in unlawful solitary uh confinement and he was being denied contact with his family uh, yeah he they must have him in the solitary one that's what it sounds like right here and from what i've heard that is like hell you know you get inside your head and stuff they actually make you go crazy i believe uh, ahead of the full hearing of this claim, Thacker wanted three hours of phone calls to his family a week, 30 minutes of audio-visual uh, link contact with his family, and permission to mix with one other prisoner. Doesn't seem like that's too big of a deal to me, but I guess, uh, you know, the judge was told more contact with his family would help his mental health, uh, which is declining, you know. Solitary confinement was illegal and he should be allowed to mix with one other prisoner since he had not used violence against any prisoners or staff since July 29th of 2021. And, you know, I hate when, uh, you know, I do articles on the Australia-New Zealand thing because they are two different countries. And if you mess them up, boy, do you hear about them. Wow. And then they go on to say uh, correction officers uh, said Thacker displayed violence against another prisoner in September 2020. He said it was a uh, friendly uh, boxing match with a prisoner who he knew. And then they go on and on and on on why he shouldn't be getting any visits or, you know, three hours really ain't, you know, ask much if you ask me but again within these prisons it gets pretty tough i hear pretty tough especially that solitary uh confinement but let's go to the next one shall we we're gonna go to uh bikers doing good is bringing Christmas cheer to kids in their community. Kids from all four Leslie County Elementary schools went shopping with a biker at Walmart today. The kids got to pick out toys and other items they may need this holiday season. Nick Walker with the LCMR says they've been planning and fundraising for this all year. The last two days, the elevation of uh, excitement has just continually grown, you know. I think each and every one of us was overly excited. Couldn't wait for it to happen. The kids were chosen by their schools based off of individual needs to shop with a biker today. There were 20 kids total. I don't care what you say, man. I always love seeing what the biker community is doing good, especially MCs. It don't matter what type of MC you are to me anyway. You're out there trying to do good for the community. You're trying to put on a positive image. Yeah, I know law enforcement, they always try to use it against clubs. Hey, they're trying to hide this or hide that. They're doing this. It's a propaganda. We know how the cops get, okay? We do. But we know that this is 
you know, very true to what bikers are in regards to what they like doing, how much they help the community out. And once in a while, it's good to acknowledge them and their accomplishments and what they're doing for the community because nobody else will. Seven members of the outlaw motorcycle gang at a bar in Joplin. This is KOAM News at 10. I'm Kate Kelly. Around 1 a.m., JPD responded to a disturbance at OK Bar, located at 1516 South Main Street. Seven outlaw gang members were identified and arrested. No injuries were reported. Missouri Highway Patrol and the Jasper County Sheriff's Office responded to the scene as a precautionary measure to assist in the arrest. One thing I can't stand is when these news organizations, they put out these articles or they put out video coverage of an incident and they don't tell you what the hell is going on. If you don't have the information, like in this video they just saw about the seven uh, outlaws getting arrested, why put it out in the first place? It was probably just some barroom disagreement, if you will. But they make it sound so sinister to the public and anytime you're trying to find out what the hell happened nothing else is out there to corroborate what they were saying no other news organizations are doing it it's just a sad state of affairs because it gives a public a perception that they don't need because they don't got the information you're trying to make it look bad on those that were arrested and you don't tell anybody why which is Crap, if you ask me. It's just pure crap. Pure crap. Uh, going to our uh, first story, you know what? Me and China Doll has always talked about this on the second half of the show all the time. We talk about depression. We talk about anxiety. Mental health issues is a very serious business. Very serious business. It affects millions upon millions of people worldwide, and it should never, ever be taken lightly. So in the case of this Mongols National overseas, if he is exhibiting some forms of mental uh, issues, you need to take care of the guy. Because you keep on separating them, not giving them contact with his family, not doing this, not doing that. He'll get worse. People are going to flip out on you. That's just my thoughts. That's just my thoughts. Anyway, coming up right now, as a matter of fact, with China Dow, we're going to be talking about what steps you need to take to take care of yourself. That's what we're going to talk about on the second half of the show. Rock on. Please, please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go. Playing more music online. This is your favorite radio station. Nothing comes easy. So know what you're fighting for. Remember that there's so much more. Like living in the Give up on your dreams Cause nothing's out of reach 
I got a dancing China doll in here today. <laughs> I think she's happy that it is Friday. Tomorrow's her pajama day at the bar. She looks like an elf. She wore it on the show the other day. To me, she looks like uh, that thing from the the Dark Crystal. Shut I up. keep on saying no. that. Yes, you look like that. No. No, I don't. Leave me alone. No picking on me right now. No picking on you. Why? I like picking on you. Because it's too much of a habit. It's too much of a habit. It's funny when I get off the sh uh, show and stuff like that. She always complained. Why are you throwing me under the bus? Why are you messing with me on air like that? Well, that's what the show is all about. <laughs> that's why I'm messing with you. Because it's fun. Come on. Everybody in the audience loves it when uh, I pick on you. It, it is it, it is what it is, I guess. It is what it is, huh? <laughs> What, oh, what, we huh? got some snow on the ground, and I think it's going to stick. Uh, it's going to get pretty cold up here. We're going to get like a polar blast from Canada. Yeah, they can have it back. No, you know what? I really, 
I bitch and, and complain. Yeah, yeah, you hate that we live here, but you like this stuff. Well, I like four seasons and stuff like There's that. There's no such thing as four seasons. Well, yeah, there is. No. You know, we have spring, we got summer, we no. got fall. No. And then the winter. No. What do you mean, no? No. We have two seasons. Two. What's that? Winter and construction. Oh, that's Chicago, man. That's, Out no, here, that's it's here not too. bad. Is too. It's not mm-hmm. bad. Anyway, we got to talk about this. I want. I want you guys to take a look at this. Uh, China Dial actually sent it to me uh, right before the show, and I was like freaking out here. And Frank was able to answer a question that I had yesterday as far as is there synthetic fentanyl? And you know what? I'm going to talk about it every day until people fucking get it in their heads. This is bad stuff. But look how bad it really was. Look how bad. Look at this. Yeah, by possible exposure. Tavares police said they're releasing this difficult footage of an officer who is now doing okay as a warning about how dangerous fentanyl can be. Courtney Sullivan with the Tavares Police Department said Officer Courtney Bannock found drugs on a passenger during a traffic stop Monday night. She said she just barely opened it, saw that it was, you know, narcotics, closed it quickly. Sullivan said Bannock wore gloves as she always did. The officers agreed to test the substance back at the department, trying to avoid exposure because it was windy. Next thing you know, you know, she was trying to key up on the radio and you could hear in the radio traffic almost like she was choking. We just wanted to sound it weird. Sullivan said the officers found Bannock in and out of consciousness. They got Bannock out of the car and ran to get the emergency medication Narcan. A small window to get to the hospital and to get the care that you need. Get an answer. You're good. You're good. You're good for you. You're good. She's breathing. Hey, stay with me, okay? The body camera footage shows Officer Bannock reviving, <laughs> even talking. It's a dollar bill. Not long after, she's passed out again. They administered a third Narcan. Officer Bannock survived. He's saying that Officer Bannock in general really wants um, others to take away from this so that these drugs are dangerous. They're dangerous for not only yourself, but others surrounding you. We're told the officer is at home recovering and she believes the wind did contribute to her overdose. Police also say that the person involved will likely face felony charges, but they're still investigating. In Tavares, Anika Hope, WESH 2 News. Thanks for watching our YouTube channel. Follow today's top stories and breaking news by downloading the NBC News app. Wow. That is insanity. Yeah, she had three doses of Narcan. Uh-huh. And yeah, it was windy, but keep in mind, she opened this package touched it with her gloves and went to key up on her radio, which is next to her face. Right. So what happened was I can, I'm just, this is my assumption. I'm just guessing here. I can almost guarantee that when she went to touch her radio to key up, which is right by the face, I bet you she grazed her face with that glove that just touched those drugs. That's how potent that shit is. Mm-hmm. And they had to use three Narcans on her? Three. They gave her two initially when she was laying on her back. And then when she sat up, she started going out of consciousness again. So they gave her a third. 
so she could have died in a heartbeat just from a by, traffic stop from a traffic stop and just that little bit mm-hmm. well they didn't they didn't say how much was there number one and number two like they said the wind might have had a possibility to do with it because the wind blew and when she opened it if there was any dust in there could have blown in her face but I think it's from her touching it with her gloves. And she looks like a young cop, too. Yeah, she looks young. You know, I know I have my differences with cops, but I don't want them getting hurt like that. She could have died just by contact. Yeah, that's why I said that this stuff is insane. Well, like uh, Nitro just put, uh, it's killing Americans, sadly, not knowing what's in their drugs. And that's what I talk about all the time. I won't even buy weed off the street anymore. Because looking at that should scare the shit out of everybody. You actually seen her ODing in the video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is craziness. It really is. That's craziness how potent that shit really is. Why would anybody want to take that stuff? Are they, they're not scared? Or they just need the hype that bad. There's no way I'd want to do that. No wonder people are dying all over the place. People are overdosing like crazy on that stuff. You know, I heard a contact uh, high, but damn, that's ridiculous. That's insane. They need to throw an attempted murder charge on them, on a cop. They need to get, you know what? I don't care if you're a user of fentanyl. You're a dumbass. I agree. Complete dumbass. We got a little love thing going on in the chat room with Nitro and Brad. Brad, I hope you're doing oh, okay. Oh, Brad's in there? Oh, look at that. Brad's in there. I hope you're doing good, honey. I hope you're doing better today. You guys got a package coming out. Shine it out. Send it out this morning. Uh, but anyway, I'm just amazed at that thing. Yeah. Actually seen a cop ODing. Just because the wind, it must not take a lot to kill somebody then. No, it doesn't. I mean, literally, if they did not get to her on time with the Narcan, she would probably be gone. Man, that just shows you. uh, Wow. They need to close that southern border, man. All that shit's flowing in this country because that southern border's open. And then you add on top of that all this meth, all this synthetic meth that they're doing. Everybody's getting destroyed, but you know what? It's going to get worse. And the reason why it's going to get worse is because next year they're calling for a pretty bad recession. And people are going to be losing their jobs. People are going to be down on their luck. And what's the first thing people do when they're down on their luck? They tried to uh, smash it out with uh, drugs and alcohol. Daryl, that's terrible. He says that shit killed my girlfriend in 96, used by mistake after being lied to about it. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. And I think a lot of us, I know in my old neighborhood, I know a lot of guys and uh, broads that died from that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it was mostly heroin, but. This fentanyl stuff, we're going to hit on it. We are. We're going to hit on it so you guys understand. And hopefully you look at that video again. It ain't no game out there no more. 
if you're in a legal state, buy legally with marijuana because you never know if it's even in weed anymore. No, you don't know. You know, the old trick with weed used to be oregano to get more money, not this fentanyl shit. Oregano. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not this. Hell, no. I remember. I remember uh, back when we were, what, maybe junior, senior year of high school, the biggest, the, the big deal back then was uh, the wiki stick. Yeah, wiki stick. You uh, Well, that's a Chicago phenomenon. Yeah, I don't know if y'all, if y'all aren't familiar with what a wiki stick is, Chi-Town's very popular back years ago. I don't Basically, know if, what they do they, is they dip it in embalming fluid. They'll dip it in embalming fluid and, <laughs> you know, remember that guy Mike? That mother, he was crazy as shit. He used to do wiki stick on a daily mm-hmm. dude was like on, uh, you know what? Where roid rages. Yeah. He was basically that times five with them wiki sticks. Uh, and I used to look at him. I was like, what the hell are you doing, man? Oh man, you got to try this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Get out of here. You idiot. Yeah. But Chicago and wiki sticks, that's the, yeah, I think they still do it a lot uh, down in the ghetto. And yeah, shit. I'm sure it costs a lot more than what it did back then, though. It back was, then uh, it was $2 a joint. Yeah, 2 bucks <laughs> a joint back then. That shows how old China Doll is. Now, that was, what, 30-something years ago? 30, uh, couple, it yeah. was 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah 30 years ago. And it was $2 a joint for a wiki But that's Chicago's famous export on hey, marijuana. Back, back then, a dime bag cost 10 bucks. It ain't no 10 bucks no more. Wayne says that's a, a Sherm uh, stick in California. <laughs> so see, y'all know. And JP's right. You can't even trust good old American cocaine anymore, man. No, you can't. Because that stuff right there. I remember when they used to mix that with heroin. You didn't know what the hell was going on. And no, it's no fun. No and then fun. you got then you got the greedy people selling the cocaine that put like freaking uh baby powder in yeah, it. Yeah, milking powder. Talcum powder. So what else is uh in the news we got today? But that first story, holy cow, I seen that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to show this to everybody. Florida man arrested allegedly struck his wife with a Christmas tree after she asked him to help make dinner. <laughs> she he just like whacked him she he whacked her with a christmas tree <laughs> yeah you know what i'm hearing everything i know everything <laughs> that you would have never knew i did this that one. is possible in this world i hear i did this one because i just thought it was funny he actually bitch slapped mm-hmm. her with a christmas tree yeah richard uh atchinson is 52 he's facing charges after the officers responded to a domestic dispute at his residence the argument began when his wife asked him to help make dinner. At some point, now women don't ask your old man to make you dinner. Don't with ask you. him. He, don't you ask might get a Christmas help. tree aside the head. <laughs> well, what happened? He got mad because she dropped a, a a spoon in the sink and the water splashed up on him. Wow! So he, he must got have a he temper. lost his temper. You imagine and going down the to the jailhouse. Well, what are you in for? I hit my wife with a Christmas tree. Everybody be like, <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Well, he was arrested and he had an $8,000 bond. So he had to pay 800 bucks. I wonder if the wife's going to testify. Can you imagine going in front of a judge? <laughs> 
and, and being charged with hitting your old lady with the damn Christmas tree. Well, I guess they started arguing, and supposedly he was drinking. So his what? So he, you, told, uh, he told his wife to le- to leave. So she, as she began to leave, he got mad and shoved her and picked up the Christmas tree and hurled it at her from the, from across the room. <laughs> See, even you find it funny. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I should, you know what? Next time you make me mad, I'm gonna hit you with the Christmas tree. <laughs> Good thing I didn't put it up. <laughs> well, we didn't put up our Christmas tree because you know we got a feline friend who's crazy. We call her Crazy Callie, and she's a crazy ass cat. She's my cat, as evidence, because you know, China Dow gets all upset when she walks in the studio and she's just chilling with me. And she's too crazy to put up that kind of shit. She'd have the damn tree all over the floor. But uh, that is a thing. Knock the hell out of an old lady with a Christmas tree. I have heard it all now. He has chucked it across the room. Bam! You out! Do you think it's an excuse for when people get really stupid and drunk to be a bunch of pricks? Do you think it really affects their thinking? I do. I do. Yeah, I do. I think it does. It brings out something in people. That's a good subject to talk about. We have to. We have to. But yeah, they're in the news right there. Christmas tree aside the freaking head. You know, I wish I covered that on my, you know, earlier on the show, man. That's some funny shit. It's priceless. Can you imagine the memes on that one? Why didn't she, <laughs> why didn't she duck? You got a Christmas tree heading for you. Duck, turn away, do something. Run out of the way. I mean, something. I don't know. She just stood there and took it, I guess. I guess you wait, could, maybe I can catch it. I guess you'd call her Pamperhead because Pamperhead would have just stood there and looked at it. And that's obviously what she did because she got taken out by a tree. <laughs> now, my only question is was if it, I was the was cop, it a fake I, tree? I'm sorry, I would have been laughing my ass. Was it off. a fake tree or was it a real tree? Because it was a fake tree, y'all know that's not going to hurt. But if it was a real tree, <laughs> that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt a little bit. Just saying it's going to hurt. My goodness. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Can you picture the look on the cop's face? Why? Officer, officer, he hit me with the Christmas tree. And then called the cops. And oh, my God. What a Grinch. I'd be laughing. I, if I pulled up on that, I'd probably pee myself laughing and be like, you stupid. <laughs> Why didn't you move? <laughs> you saw it coming. Why didn't you move? <laughs> well, you know, that's the same thing with a woman who's uh, bobbing on the knob and, you know, you heard it coming. Why didn't you move? And I got it in your eye. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. That is the worst comparison. What a, oh, you on. knew it was coming. Why didn't you move? Because half the time you can't move because somebody holds your head there. Well, that's true. Do you notice how guys are just like weird? They just want to come all over the woman's face. It's like, no, I think it might be just you. No, not me. Yeah, I think it's just you. Where'd this come from? (laughs) (laughs) You got to duck and dive with me, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's nasty. What else we got in the news here? Okay, now this one. 
this is a positive ending. I want to put that out front. Okay, so people don't be like, oh, don't talk about this. It's a positive ending, but it is very odd. I have never heard of such a thing, and this is why I wanted to bring this up. Go figure. She brings up news that I don't like. When a baby girl, Frankie, was born, the doctors told her parents. (laughs) One time, y'all, me, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) They, they told the parents that the doctor told the parents they didn't believe baby Frankie was going to make it. And here's why. She said that the baby was very lazy in the womb. Hold on and- a second. Hey, Geo, you're a South Sider. Tell them about Wiki Sticks. Go ahead. The, 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 par- the, the mom said the baby was very lazy in the womb. And so... She ended up, she's like insisting something was wrong. So she came back two days later and the baby Frankie was still not moving in womb, Mm -hmm. but she had a heartbeat. So they did an emergency C-section and she was born unresponsive and lifeless. The doctors quickly whisked her away. They said things looked grim. Frankie was born with just two tablespoons of blood in her body. How in the hell does that even happen? Everything else was water. What? Yeah. Yeah. Babies can pass blood back through the umbilical cord, but normally not at this rate. So it was passing the blood back and back into the, you know. Right. After two successful blood transfusions... Doctors were in disbelief that Frankie survived. So this baby was born with only two tablespoons of blood in her body. And she was extremely bloated because the rest of her body was filled with water. You know what? It's funny. Not funny. But you ever, they say, and this is just, you know, something, you know, it might be bullshit. But there are some movies out there, you know, say they're traveling in space and stuff like that. Instead of air, they put them in a thing of water because when you first start out, you're, you know, you're breathing water and stuff. Or like fish, like fish. But I'm glad that baby came out all right. But I have never heard of such a thing. I'm glad it turned out okay and the baby survived. And, you know, they show a picture of the baby six months later at her checkup. Mm hmm. But to be born with only two tablespoons of blood in your body? That's messed up. And the baby Geo was right on that, man. Uh, robbing funeral homes for the embalming fluid because when alive and smoked, it gets you high to the moon and stuck uh, where you can't even talk. You got that right. <laughs> but that was a good story. At least it was a good ending. Yeah, she was born at eight pounds, but that's just because of, of, all, the the, of all the water. Uh, right in in her body but it's like i just thought it was interesting because i've never heard of such a thing i haven't either never but heard now of we know yeah inquiring now inquiring minds even though you didn't inquire now you right. know I, it's that's just amazing what else we got anything no i gave you my other story you got uh, you know what one bitch i got about you and I was kind of bitching at her i mean i could talk about how uh we lost another celebrity and how many celebrities have we lost this year? I don't care about celebrities. I don't care. Go ahead. I don't. I don't care. All right, well, all right, all right. anyway, one thing I hate about China Dow. This is what we hate about China Dow. It's you know what? That's what we should do as a segment. What I hate about China Dow. 
is, you know, I'm working on some flash. I'm, you know, going to be tattooing again, you know, bringing out the, the machines out of the cobwebs and getting back because love doing it. So I do flash work right now. Uh-huh. And she gets me this cheap ass <laughs> dollar ass pencil sharpener. pencil sharpener. And these damn things don't work. <laughs> I'm sitting here over here going, what the hell, man? Problem is, is I can sharpen a pencil on it perfectly fine. He's just a da da da. I guess so, because the tips break out. But anyway, she <laughs> never understands something. And I had to yell at her this morning because I told her, go buy this damn pencil sharpener. It's an executive pencil sharpener. It's good. It's going to last. It has a stop when the pencil's sharpened so you don't over sharpen it. It's 20 bucks. With China Dow, it always seems to be the case that she goes for the cheapest thing first. And I, tree. And I tell her. You know what? You're buying this cheap ass shit. It's breaking and it's costing more money than it would if you just bought the good stuff. Why do you do that? Why do you go for the cheapest shit knowing that it's going to break and cost more money than it would getting something nice? And I think a lot of people do that. And I understand it's, you know, there's a lot of problems with money for everybody right now. But if you're going to go buy something, get the best so it don't break. It is not my fault. You do not know how to use a regular Oh, come on. You know as much as I You know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get you one of them old school ones that we used to use in school. Where you could put it on the desk and you could just sit there like this. No, I want the electric powered one. Boom, put it in, done. But why do you do that stuff? Why do you buy the cheap shit knowing that it's going to break? Because you don't know it's going to break. I never have a problem with those pencil sharpeners. I'm not only talking about pencil sharpeners. I'm talking about anything. You go for the cheapest shit, and then it ends up breaking, and you buy another, and buy another at the same price when you could have bought the good stuff. That irritates the hell out of me. A good segment. What irritates me about China, Dow? God, that'll take like three episodes. No, that'd be an episode, and it's you know not no, an that episode, but a segment. Like that that, that it's, I can go and go and go on that. that stuff. That's gonna be a whole week topic then. But that... what do you guys think, man? Do you guys think that people who buy this cheap shit are pretty dumb because you could have had something good and it would have been cost actually less money? You know, there's there's not much of an excuse with you. You'd rather go to the dollar store and pick up some cheap ass shit. Yup. Than pay what you should. That it, you know, it costs a little bit more, but it'll work. You know, that's just like tools. You don't go and buy cheap ass tools because they're eventually gonna break. One of the the worst tool brands out there has to be Pittsburgh. You know, it's the Harbor Freight uh, sells them and they'll bust in a heartbeat. So I should have just went and got a Craftsman or a Maco. You know, I've done it before. I like going to Walmart and getting tool sets. They work well. I like Husky and stuff like that. Yeah, I have to agree. But don't do that, folks. Don't do that. Don't go out 
and, and get the cheap shit like uh, China now. You know, she's a putz. I am not. You know what? You're the very definition. If you look in the dictionary, you'll see your face next to putz. Is putz even in the dictionary? I don't know. It should be. If not, uh, as you know, it's a word I made up. Then I guess it's not a word you made up. I've heard the word numerous times. Well, mainly from you. Yeah, mainly from yeah, me. Yeah, mainly putz. from you. Ain't that better than better than a bitch or a cunt? Oh, don't you do the see you next Tuesday. Them fight. That's a fighting word. Why is that? I never understood why that's a fighting word. That's a fighting word. Tell me why. I don't understand Dude, it. That word me, is it's nasty. just another word. That word's nasty. So you'd rather be called a bitch. Fuck yeah, because I am. I, I'm a female. But you're not a see you next Tuesday. Oh, hell nah. Nah. Uh, that's that. I'm going I'm to start throwing stuff at you. You keep that word going. You have to admit you act like one a lot. Just stick with bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care you call me that. I call her a lot worse than see you next Tuesday sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's it, You know what? She looks at me every day. Can't you say something nice? I always say something nice to her. No, you, no, you don't. I don't say that you give the best head around. Dude, come on. Shh, people don't need to know this stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Nothing that goes on in this house is private. Oh, yeah. Brian, let's see here. Putz is Yiddish. For a guy's Johnson. Well, look so you're basically that. calling me a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> you're calling me a dick in Yiddish. <laughs> wow, you learn something new every damn day, don't you? Thank you for that definition. Now I know I'm being called a uh- dick continuously. <laughs> you know what? You need to spread that around. Putz? You know what putz means in Yiddish? You're a dick. I'm going to call everybody a putz. Next time I see a cop, I'm going to say that, you know, you're a putz. <laughs> They're going to think it's one thing. I'm going to come up and say, you know, in Yiddish, you're a dick. <laughs> you ain't even going to remember the word Yiddish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. No, you won't. <clears throat> so I did find another news story. What? One more. Then we got to get to our topic here. You're right. killing me here. You know, everybody has everybody has had issues, whether when they were young or as adult, with like allergies of some sort, right? Oh, I was gonna. Th- I thought you were gonna say everybody. You know, man's had a problem getting it up at one time or another. Which I have to admit, man, sometimes I have. Sometimes, yeah. Anyways. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I look at you. It's like, damn. Really, man, you want to really? go there? You want to go? Oh, look! It's like a little button. I can push <laughs> it, and the gumball's gonna shoot out your ass. <laughs> It's like a little button. But that's something we need to talk about is male, uh, you know, males can't get it up. And the reason why that'd be a good show on Monday. Uh, well, okay. that would be, you know, and I think the reason why most men can't get it up is looking at the woman because they bitch so much or they're see you next Tuesday. I have to admit that. It's like, why do I want to go there? That's what your head of the penis say is, especially if you have a lot of woman in your life and it's like, really, you want me to go there? It looks like an Arby's roast beef. Seriously. God. Seriously. You are a sad state of affairs. We got to talk about this stuff. Okay. So this young girl, she was 11. Really? She went to and has been seeing an allergist since she was one years old. Okay. 
she and her entire family had, you know, they learned how to check and recheck labels on every single product. One slight oversight could send her straight to the hospital or, you know, the use of an EpiPen or whatever. So researchers estimate that over 32 million Americans have food allergies and, and eat China's dolls cooking. You'll get allergies real quick. (laughs) Anyways. uh, And then about 40% of children with food allergies are allergic to more than one food. Okay. This is getting boring. Denise, which is the 11 year old child. Uh huh. Brushed her teeth alongside her older sister, just like any other ordinary day. But within minutes, the sixth grader started crying and ran to her mom and saying she's got an allergic, thinking that she has an, is having an allergic reaction to the toothpaste. Can I stop you right here? What? It's a boring story. I'm not done. It's boring. Her lips turn blue. Okay, let's talk about something else. I don't like this story. It's stupid. It's not stupid. Uh, Let's talk about. You're stupid. No, that's. So anyways, she had an allergic reaction to toothpaste and it killed her. Ouch. At 11 years old. Why would you bring a story up like that? I don't know. I never heard of anybody ever being allergic to toothpaste. I'm allergic to when I look at you, I get bumps. Yeah, I'm allergic to you. That's why you sleep in another room. Let's talk about taking care of yourself and make yourself a priority. Sometimes, ladies, all we can do is take care of ourselves because our men can't do the job correctly. This is true. You're welcome. You know, sometimes I don't want to visit the fish market. But anyway, (laughs) sometimes (laughs) let's discuss this, mister. We'll discuss this on Monday. I want to talk about making yourself a priority right now. Okay. One of the earlier in this show. Oh, my God. Shut up. I talked about. I'm going to throw a shoe at you. The. National yeah, president of the Mongols, uh-huh. and and I'm interested in watching the comments come in on this one. As far as on the other channel, mental health is a very serious issue, but it has to be even more of a serious issue when they isolate you in solitary confinement. All you have to do is to get inside of your head. And it drives you mad, the isolation. That's one of the biggest problems they're going to have during space travel. If you're going to send somebody to Mars, that's nine months of just being in that ship with maybe one or two, three, four, five other people. And you're going to go batshit crazy. So they're trying to overcome something like that. And you also got to keep in mind that there are some people that have such bad depression that it's like solitary confinement in their brain. Well, this is true. Uh, But a lot of people in the United States anyway, I think that's corporal punishment. I think that's against the Constitution to put somebody in that state of mind. So before going into the subject, I just wanted to put out there that, you know, uh, you know, observation that you got to take. Observa- me- what the hell word is that? I make up words. I'm an English dropout. 
But anyway, you have to take that into account when you try to make yourself a priority. So everybody, let's use observation today or putts. Those are the words of the day. That's the words of the day. Putts. Now let's get talking. One of the first things that people need to understand when um, you're putting yourself first, it doesn't mean that you're selfish. Because selfish Why people, would that come up right away? Is people think people because you're think, taking care of yourself, you're yes, selfish. That's what a lot of people think. A lot of people will call you selfish. But selfish people tend to think only about themselves without any regards to others around them. Putting yourself first means you take care of yourself and the needs of others and the feelings of others. But you always put yourself at the top of the list. So that means what? That means if you're a caring person and somebody comes to you and says, I need help. You're going to, you got to put, you got to put yourself first in the situation to see if you can even do it. But you're going to drop what you're doing to listen to what the person. Well, you got to listen to what they're saying. But does that mean that you put yourself out to try to help somebody else? Sometimes people do. But should you? Not always. I don't think so. Not always. I think sometimes people learn that helping others is actually going to hurt themselves. And I don't think that's selfish. You got to worry about number one, Uno. And your family. And there's a lot of people out there that don't put themselves first. And then they end up in a shit bag. Exactly. Or trick bag, as we call it here. That they put everybody above them. So you got to take an account, hey, is this favor or if you're helping somebody going to hurt your interest, I would say don't do it. And people get pissed (laughs) off about that. But I truly believe that if it's going to put you out, don't do it. And the way people look at you is who gives a shit. I got to pay my rent. But you're needed $200. So are you going to give them the $200 and not pay your rent? Nope. Is that considered selfish then? Nope. Not in my eyes. Why? Because you're paying your rent and having a roof over your head is more important than giving a handout that you might never see again. Mm -hmm. And ain't it funny when people say they're going to pay you back, they never pay you back? If you don't have that extra income where you can financially help someone, Mm -hmm. do I think it's selfish you don't financially help them? No, No, I don't. Because... You're the roof over your head, the clothes on your back, the food on your table, your electricity, all that is going to be a priority above dishing somebody out $200. Mm-hmm. And we've all, I've always said it. How many times have you told people, dude, I can't financially do it? Right. Or how many times have you dished that money out and you had something shut off on you because you couldn't pay it because you dished out the money to help somebody? And they don't care about paying and- you back. And you'll never see it. And you might as well, when you lend money to somebody. Just consider it a gift. Yeah, especially as family, it's a gift. They're not paying you back. So that's why I say don't do it. And 90% of the time, it's family that's usually coming to you. And I always say when it comes to bills, you have to pay your rent or mortgage first. Then you have to have your food. Mm -hmm. And then your electricity. Nothing else matters. 
I I believe in that 100%. Fuck your phone. My phone. <laughs> this fucking putz. I Stop pay call me a dick. I pay $50 a month unlimited everything for 50. She goes and pays 100 this putz. That's because it's it's like I don't want to hear just because for my phone cuz I got a new phone no. and then my bill is $50. It was $10 extra a month. I was it right was there. It was not. I was right was there not. when it you happened. just don't know. Shut up. Mind anyway, your business. Mind your business. Those are the three things you want to worry about. Well, what happens if you don't? If you don't. If you do not prioritize and put yourself first, then you have, I guess, a little bit of feelings of resentment. Resentment does come up because if they say, hey, let me borrow some money and it puts you out and they don't pay you back, you're damn right. I'm going to get pissed. Mm-hmm. 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 And that's mm-hmm. where, you know, some of us, uh, okay, you need to borrow money. Well, you're going to pay a point or two on it. You're going to pay fucking interest. That's the way it works. Then you'll have to bust them up. But anyway, uh, you shouldn't have to worry about people. And that's where it comes in. The people won't keep their word. Okay. You said you're going to pay me back. Where's my money? I know you get paid every two weeks. And I helped you. And I should expect you to keep your word in that. So. Yeah, it is a priority. That's when you have to tell somebody, hey, man, I gave to you and took away from my family. Where the hell you at? Yeah, there's going to be resentment big time. And there should be resentment. Don't you think? Yeah. Even, in the, I mean, hey, so if you're going to borrow $200, dude, at least give me a 20 when you get paid. Show you're going to make some forth for effort. Yeah, make some kind of effort. I mean, if you got to bust it out and do like $50 a check or $20 a check or whatever, at least show at that least you're, you're doing something and keeping your back. word. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know what? I have to say that extends to even family or even friends. You know, say you're going out to different places and they tag along and all you're doing is paying for them. Mm-hmm. That ain't right either. That's kind of taken away from you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the resentment comes in big time with family. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, uh, you know, I have kick-ass brothers and stuff like that. They won't do that shit with me. But cousins, would I do it with cousins? Hell no. Because I know they're not. They're going to take care. They're going to take advantage of the situation. <laughs> My brothers won't borrow money because then that means they actually have to talk to me. Right. Well, so you know what? We're good on that. I should take your advice on that. You know, maybe I'd be happier. But anyway, you know, not talking, just staying in my space. But uh, that wasn't my choice. (laughs) It's fun being the black sheep. What else is uh, in that thing? Well, hey, you know what? There's snowflakes as big as putzes out there going on right now. Oh my God, you're so stupid. I'm going to have to learn sentences where I can throw putts in. Just wherever you're going to put the word dick. <laughs> so you're going to be like, hey, baby, come suck my putts. You know what? I'm going to try that tonight. It ain't going to work. No, it ain't going to work. I don't want, no. <laughs> so here's what putting yourself first kind of looks like. Here are some habits you can get started with. What? Else? Hold on a second here. 
Yeah. Mike, I'm uh, I'm old forty thousand. I had no idea if I'll ever see it again without, dude. I'd be busting his ass. I'd be busting the legs. I'd be busting arms. Forty G's. You're damn right. You better get that back. You're crazy. And then I charge a point on that, or you know, if he's close to you, I charge a point. But if not, I charge two points on that shit. Hell no. Uh, one time, if I'm drunk enough to lend you money, better pay me back. Plus, make that person a priority. It ruins friendships. It does. Money and friends don't mix. No. No, 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 no. Uh, APR. No, the, you know, when I'm talking about points or two, yeah, I'm not going to. I'll get in trouble on YouTube if I go into that <laughs> to explain what a point is. Geo knows. <laughs> yeah, Geo knows. Geo knows what a point is. But it does ruin friendships. Trust me, you don't want the explanation of it because it's very long and no. It's, a, you know, a point's just like, a, a you know, you can call it a big or you, go ahead. God, I'll shut up because we'll be here all day if we let you explain that. Because trust me, it was like an all day explanation to me because I was like, what? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> the first, the, the main, the main thing when you're putting yourself first is realizing your own worth and importance. And that. Wow, that has to be the biggest part of what taking care of yourself is, mm -hmm. is knowing your worth mm -hmm. and don't let people take that away from you. And I think that that's the number one thing people go after is somebody's worth. They try to beat them down. Well, like, here's my two cents on that. Each one of us is important. Each one of us is worthy and each one of us deserves to feel that way. Mm. And unless you do, you're always going to be a mat. People walk all over. Say that again. That was perfect. <laughs> each one of us is important. Each one of us is worthy. Mm. Each one of us deserves to feel that way. And unless you do, you're always going to be a mat people walk all over. Doesn't that say a lot about what people go through every day? Mm -hmm. And once your self-worth is beaten down, it's when the depression can come in. That's when the anxiety can come in. That's a big cause of them mental health issues is being beat down every day. And I think that puts out a lot of resentment towards life in general. Well, and I'm sure we've all, everybody, I'm sure everybody has had at least one time in their life where they sit there and go, you know, this, this shit just ain't worth it. Nothing's or worth it. Why is, why is it always happened to me? I would have to the say. why me. The why me, mm -hmm. because they feel like such a doormat and they don't understand how to figure their way out of the situation. The best way to figure the way out of the situation is to turn it around and become hard nose. Mm -hmm. 
And that's just, it goes back to money. You know, and you go, if you say the why me scenario, you know, I, I hear this like a million. Well, I like I, what I, Mike just said. Anxiety and depression isn't caused in the mix of chaos. It's the aftermath of the chaos that drives anxiety. Yeah, it's true. I swear to God, I got to get Mike on here, man. I think it'll be a good discussion. But you ever hear the saying, and, and I hear this a lot, like, and the sad part is, is you hear, you hear this like at funerals. Okay. I never liked what they say at funerals. You'll, and this saying actually drives me insane. Mm. He has his reasons for everything. The man upstairs. Well, well, he does. He does. I get that. But at the same time, uh, then explain it. Why? Well, only he knows. Okay. Like, we don't know anything. We're exactly, stupid. We're a exactly. bunch of monkeys with a soul. But I'm just saying, like, good, bad things happen to good people. Why? Because, well, that's the same that he bad has people his reasons get... because he thinks we can all handle no, it. Why? Because, yeah, you know what? Bad people always end up on top because they take themselves into account and they worry about themselves and nobody else. Then why is bad things always happen to the good people? Because they let it happen. That's not true. Most of the time, it's no, that's true. Not people true get it over you on can't, them. Because you can't control a lot of the bad things that happen oh, in your life. Oh, sure you can. Okay, really? Really? You can? You can? Can you control? You know what? My can, brother. Oh, you, I'm going to throw a shoe at you in two seconds. My brother always says something. Chucky, it's the choices you make that lead to the next choice. Okay, but there's a lot of things you have no choice over. Like what? Medical issues. Well, yeah, medical issues, yeah. Accidents. Accidents, true. You can't control that. No, you can't, unless you're a drunk. And explain to me, and I'm sure somebody's going to know the answer to this one. Why is it when there's a car accident with a drunk driver, the drunk driver survives with no injuries? This is true. And whoever's in the accident with them is either injured or deceased. This is very true. And I get it. I get it because I know what it is when they're drunk, they're limp. So there's less chance of them tensing up when they're stepping on the brake or whatever. I get that. But mm. it's still, I'm going to say it, not fair. It isn't fair. No, it's not fair. But I'm talking about the things that you can control. But there's more. I think there's more in life that you have no control over than things that you do. But do you blame the man upstairs for it? Of course, everybody always does. Isn't that the first thing that no, they do? But is that right? It's not right. But isn't it the first thing when something bad goes wrong? What is the first thing that most people say? Why me? Yeah, why me? And are you ever going to get an answer to that? Mm. No. Oh, because I like uh, one time, uh, the people that you have in your life often dictate the person you become. Hang with better people, you'll be better. That's just like uh, the saying is, if you want to be rich, hang with rich people and don't take advice. You ever notice that? you take People give advice when they're broke as a skunk? Yeah. So I agree one time, 100% right there. And Mike says, life is 10,000% not fair, but you have to accept it. 
Life's a motherfucker. And it's true. You do. Uh, you got you got to accept the things that happen to you. But sometimes things aren't as easy to accept as others. But you have to come to the point where you accept it. If not, you're going to drive yourself into a mental state you can't get out of. Exactly. Like you. I do. Uh... You have come so far in your evolution as a person this past year that I'm actually proud you were able to take them steps instead of sitting back and being a schluck. Cause it used to be where you would just stick on a point and never get over it. Mm. But now you evolved as a person to understand, Hey, this wasn't right. This shouldn't have been done. Okay. It hurt me. Let's get over it. You used to be famous for making mountains out of molehills. Yeah. But now you don't do that so much. Mm -mm. And that's what people need to understand is when you have a situation that goes bad, you have to accept it because most of the time there's nothing you can do about it as far as, you know, medical and. Well, it's like you, I mean, okay. Like if it comes to like family or if it comes to friends, you can't control them. You can't control, but you can control yourself and you can control how you respond and how you react to the situation. Your actions. Yes. And see me. That's what needs to be salt. Meatballs. I love meatball. (laughs) I used to give everybody 500 chances. No, now, now, now I'm to the, basically the one and done. Oh, you took my advice. And you know, does it make you happier though? I think it always is based on each situation. Me, it's one and done. I don't need to think about you. Don't need to hear about you. I mean, okay, you know, it's like the one and done, but there's always where you're going to sit there every once in a while. I'm not saying all the time. You're going to sit there and be like, but I don't, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Why, 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 why? There's always the why. Well, they're never going like, to get, you're never going to get the answer to why that happened, why this is occurring. You know, the woulda, coulda, shouldas, which we talked about yesterday. But the you're, problem you're not with gonna, that thing, you're not going to, you're never going to get that answer. One thing I never understood. And when I say there's nothing you can do, I'm talking about, say a dumb shit, your car breaks down on a Friday and all weekend, the auto repair shops are closed. Right. But you have people that all weekend are worried about the vehicle. There's yeah. nothing you can do. Because nothing's open. To fix the situation. And so why worry about it? Why dwell on it? Because that dwelling on that problem is going to cause you anxiety and it's going to make your you know spouse call you a putz. Well, I mean, I agree with that because like if, if you are down and out for a vehicle on the weekend, it's not like you can't do something once you get the vehicle back. Whatever you had to do over the weekend can be pushed mm-hmm. pushed off. See, that's the one thing I like about city life. You don't need a car. Yeah, here we do. Well, here you have to have one. The only thing, but when you the only thing that's close here is bars and and, and my work. But when we lived in the city, you just jump on a fucking bus. It didn't matter if you had a car or not. Well, when we lived in the city, I mean, I used to take the kids because while our son was young, he was still in a stroller. Well, you and, can walk wherever you and want. And we walked walk. to the we walked to the 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 Caputos. 
you know, the grocery store. We walked to the Walgreens. We walked to all the stores. I like that rattlesnake. Uh, don't waste your time looking back. You're not going that way. King Ragnar. What gone? Well, and the thing is, too, is you can't fix everybody. You can only work on fixing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've I've learned that over time. Because my thing was always I wanted to fix everybody else. Okay, you want to fix everybody else, but let's go back to the example of somebody owing you money. How do you fix that? You can't. But then I, but see, okay, let's say, let's say I borrowed somebody a hundred bucks. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this is my way of thinking. I don't think this way as much now because I'm, I've learned, I I've trained myself and it's not an easy thing to to learn for myself. Anyways, Mm -hmm. other people, it might be super easy. But if I borrow somebody a hundred dollars, one, I got to come to the realization that you know, I might not see it again. And two, I'd be like, well, I wonder why they're not paying me back. Because they're taking themselves into account and not you. Exactly. But see, I would always think the why. Why am With I not? Knobs, a- that's why it takes centuries for humans to evolve because we keep going in circles. And that's what really happens to individuals. They want to trust people after they've been messed with. Yeah, That's why the one and done with me is out there. Because <laughs> if they did it once, they're going to do it again. Then you're going to let them give them another chance. You're going to do it again. It's like you're going in circles and you got to break that cycle loose. Right. It's real important to be able to break a cycle, even if it's family members. You got to say enough's enough. You're not taking advantage of me of any anymore. Right. And people take advantage of people all the time and it ain't right. That's just my uh, opinion on that. It, it really is. And one of the other things that they say that is you should check in with yourself regularly. We all check within our, you know, check, check our family, check our friends. And yeah, I every go to now and every day and I check for myself, make myself happy. <laughs> so if we're if we can sit there and check on our friends and and check on our family on a daily basis then we should basically be doing the same thing for ourselves and checking in on ourselves and mike is exactly right 100 percent. this is what you should follow china <laughs> i'll drop you like a bad habit you are a weight on my life family or not well, there are a lot of people that I have dropped like a bad habit just in this year alone. Uh-huh. And that's even with family, Brian, one and done. You don't get no second chance with me, you know, because I, you know, I believe in honesty. You got to be honest. And when you're not honest, screw you. I don't need you. That's just the way I've lived uh, my entire life. You know, you have to have that outlook because you're just going to make yourself miserable if you don't. And I don't like being, you know what people say, well, you stress me out. No, I want them to say the opposite. I like giving stress. That's me. I don't like getting it. You know, there's, there's this famous saying that change is the only thing in life that is constant. Oh, you're going to get changed. And it's the ultimate truth of life. And with so many changes that we go through, it's crucial that we stop for a minute and ask ourselves, how are we coping? I'm sorry to hear that, Dwayne. Uh, 
I'm going through uh, some tough shit. I just lost my mom, stepfather, and father all within eight months of each other this year. My head is, I'm so sorry to hear that. Very sorry. Very sorry. Very sorry. You just, you got to keep your head up and keep pushing forward. Mm -hmm. That's what I always say. And yeah, you're going to have some tough times ahead of you. Man, messed up. Especially around the holidays. You're damn right. It's a hard damn time. Right. It's a very hard time. But you got to think of the fact, think of the positive things when they were here. Dirty knobs. China is reminding me of Kane from Kung Fu. You look like a duty saying, uh, <laughs> Mike, the only way we change the world is if we better ourselves. 100%. And I think we're going to leave at uh, that right there. I think that's the best advice uh, around right there is that I that's beautiful. That's beautiful right there. We'll see you guys on Monday. Don't forget on the second uh, channel today, I'm going to be talking about independent Harley dealerships. And why the company is starting to force them out of the business because they don't fit their narrative. You guys be uh, good out there. Rock out. Got a lot to say. Can't hold it in this time. Got no filter.